Welcome to another episode of Clear Lake Connections, where we take you behind the businesses in Bay Area, Houston, proudly sponsored by UTMB Health. And today we're super excited. We have Dr. Vizzeri. He is a glaucoma specialist with UTMB Department of Ophthalmology and Visual Sciences, right? And Correct. you're a medical director for the department's Ophthalmology Clinical Research Center. So we're going to get into all that, which we're super excited about. So that's why I had my piece of paper. I didn't want to mess that up. Um, okay, so Dr. Vizzeri, first tell us, how did you uh, get yourself from all of your education to UTMB? Okay, first of all, thanks for having me and uh, good morning, everybody. Um, I've been at UTMB about 13 years going year 13 and uh, what took me to UTMB a long journey I became an ophthalmologist back in Italy and then decided to pursue further education I became interested in glaucoma as a medical student and I wanted to learn everything about the disease so I went to a place where they are the top-notch glaucoma uh, that was way in San Diego back uh, 2007 did a three-year fellowship there, and um, I had several job opportunities, but I really liked the area. I wanted to be by the water, so that's what honestly took me to Galveston and the Bay Area in the first place, and that was 13 years ago, right after Hurricane Ike. I thought it was a good opportunity to build my practice, and here I am 13 years later, very busy now. No. Um, taking care of a lot of patients. Unfortunately, glaucoma is very common around here. So it looks like a, patients definitely need my expertise. So they need no, your help. No what, moving. what interested you with, into glaucoma? I mean, what, what part of that made you think, I want to not only take care of eyes, but I want to take care of that specialty? Right. So it's the second leading cause of blindness. It's a major disease. Uh, it can make... Uh, patients totally blind as opposed to other conditions for example cataracts now they're curable they can be treated and patients can see better after the surgery or macular degeneration it doesn't leave you completely blind you can still see some although it's decreased vision with glaucoma you go completely blind um, so being able to help those uh, patients uh, for me was a big deal from the beginning my grandmother had glaucoma and she was almost blind. So I know what it means for a blind person to move about. And I thought um, anything I can do to help slow down the progression of the disease, save their vision for as long as possible. I thought that was uh, a remarkable thing to do in life. And so I plan on uh, doing that as long as I live, possibly till I retire. I love that. I wondered if you had a personal story to that and your grandmother being a personal inspiration for that because it's so specialized. But I did, Becky sent me a bunch of statistics and they are uh, incredible how, how horrible uh, glaucoma can be. So um, first of all, for any people who may not even know what glaucoma is, what is it? What causes it? So I try in a nutshell to tell you what glaucoma is. Uh, it's going to take two minutes. It's what I normally tell my patients and they seem to understand very well. So it's mostly about the eye pressure, but it's a disease of the optic nerve, a mm. structure that sits in the back of the eye. In most cases, the pressure inside the eye goes up. There is fluid produced inside your eyeball 
just like mine. It's produced 24-7 and there's a drainage system where, where the fluid exits the eye. So with glaucoma, what happens in most cases, the fluid has trouble exiting the eyeball for whatever reason. So the pressure inside the eye goes up and as a result, it pushes against the back of the eye. Now in the back of the eye, there's a very delicate structure called the optic nerve. That's basically like your cable TV. It's made of about 1 million wires when you're born approximately, and it connects the eyeball to the brain. So your eye is basically like a camera. It just captures the light. But in order for you to see, you need the brain. So this, this cable connects the front of your head, the eyeball, with the back of your head, the part of the brain that processes vision. Wow. So these, these small wires are very important. If the pressure in the eye goes up, it pushes against these wires and it kills them. And the bad news is they do not grow back. So once they're gone, they're gone forever. And you're born with a million wires or so, well, you can be left with literally 10,000 wires, lose about 99% of the total nerve volume. That's what we call glaucoma. It's typically slowly progressive, so you don't go blind overnight. But if the pressure continues to rise and it stays high over a period of a few years, you can go from seeing well to being totally blind. Wow. And who are, are there? Are there certain people or ages that are more susceptible to that than others? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So the most common type of glaucoma called prim primary open angle, there's several types, but this one, it's it's particularly prevalent among the elderly. So because we have an aging population, everybody above 60 years old should definitely be checked for glaucoma. That's what we recommend because it typically becomes very prevalent after you turn 65, 70. And as you age further, it becomes very common. So very important as you age that you could check for glaucoma. Mm -hmm. It has initially no symptoms. You don't really feel anything. You don't feel anything's wrong. That's oh, why wow. it's so important that um, that an eye doctor, an optometrist, um, can at least check your eye pressure. That's a good start. Ideally, you want to check the eye pressure, and you also want to inspect the optic nerve to look for signs of damage. Those are the two important screening tools that we have that available. Mm -hmm. um, so it's very important that patients are aware after, especially after a certain age, they should be checked. Mm -hmm. And is that just, just deterioration? I mean, things just change as you get older, the body deteriorates in we different ways. I certainly believe that it has to do with aging. Mm -hmm. um, it's a neurodegenerative disease. So it has to do with our neurons uh, getting older, possibly being more susceptible to damage. Mm. But it also has to do with genes. So it's possible that it may run in the family. And as I said, oh. it typically starts with your eye pressure being elevated. So if you get checked and we detect your eye pressure is elevated, well, we can treat that. So we can slow down mm -hmm. the progression of the disease. We cannot fully cure it because, like I said, once those wires are gone, they do not come back. But we can slow down the progression to a point where you can continue to carry on a pretty normal life with 
with good vision, being able to drive, being able to function. As long as we catch, catch it on time, that's why it's so important that you come early. And I would recommend personally anybody after 40 years old, because I see some patients with glaucoma even at a relatively young age. Wow. Uh, to come and get at least their eye pressure checked. Mm -hmm. And is that the, the airburst test? That's one of the methods we mm -hmm. use to uh, check for the eye pressure. I would say at the beginning, just for screening, anything would probably do. That's why I always recommend um, just go see someone mm -hmm. better than no one. And then you can be further referred if there are concern uh, concerns. Obviously, if someone is concerned, I... For example, I as a glaucoma specialist can see cases that become more concerning for glaucoma. And then how do you treat? It sounds like there's different levels. Right. So treatment at this stage, although there's a lot of research going on, maybe we can touch base later, but at this stage is aimed at lowering the eye pressure. Mm. So we want to lower the pressure inside the eye. And there are actually very safe treatments available these days. That's why I stress on uh, early treatment, early detection, because if, if your eye pressure is high, well, we can take care of that. And we can take care of that in a very safe way these days. And I can do it with either medical treatment, essentially eye drops that you would take every day for as long as you live. Oh, wow. But there is also laser available that's very effective and surgery. And I do a lot of these small procedures now that are relatively low risk. They can be combined with a cataract operation. Probably everybody's familiar with cataract surgery. So we can now combine these procedures and get your pressure to be a lot lower after surgery. So there's no reason not to treat the eye pressure if there's an indication for. Mm -hmm. And it's hereditary, you said. Um, so is that something that you and your family have to think about because your grandmother? Yes, mm -hmm. yes. It, it's typically something that runs in the family, uh, but sometimes uh, it does not. And we've seen that, for example, um, certain ethnicities like African-Americans tend to develop glaucoma earlier on. It can be more severe and it's more prevalent. So if you're an African-American, if there's family history for glaucoma, absolutely you need to be checked and you need to be checked early. If you do not have any family history, with your Caucasian, you still need to be checked for glaucoma. Mm -hmm. uh, I would definitely recommend uh, past 60 years old, you get your eye pressure checked and you get specifically looked for glaucoma. Mm -hmm. Okay, so someone goes to their eye doctor, uh, hopefully once a year, um, as you should to get your eyes checked. Um, if there's an issue, then they come to you or do people come to you with without any problems? Typically, as a glaucoma specialist, I already see cases, back cases of glaucoma. Mm. So I don't do that um, screening right. at the very base. I take cases that are more complicated, may require laser, may require surgery. Um, so if there is um, more, more moderate to advanced glaucoma, mm -hmm. then these patients come to see me. If you are just um, concerned about glaucoma and you're not sure whether you have it or it runs in the family, somebody like your brother, sister, parents have glaucoma, were diagnosed with glaucoma, then you can really see any eye specialist that can take the eye pressure at the very least, mm. an eye pressure measurement. So what I tell my patients and their families is um, 
go see someone that will check your eye pressure and ask about it. Did you check my eye pressure? Did mm -hmm. you look for glaucoma? And it, it, it can also be something very easy, just like inspecting the back of your eye, looking at the back of your eye with a bright light is that simple that can uh, detect early signs of glaucoma. So virtually anybody that is experienced with, um, with eyes, uh, they, they can do that for you. So they see you when it's something that's happening, right? Something's going on, they're referred. Correct, correct. Then they can be referred to me if there is concerns about glaucoma. I am uh, generally oh, happy to see anybody that uh, has a strong family history for glaucoma that could possibly be at risk for developing the disease. Mm -hmm. They're older, they may have cataracts uh, along with glaucoma. In that case, I am happy to see them and, and provide my expertise. Um, anybody, uh, like I said, as long as you get checked, um, go get checked. And, um, and especially after you turn 60, as I said, very important that you get your eyes checked for glaucoma. Interesting. Um, I also read from some of Becky's notes that severe nearsightedness has something to do with that. Correct. What we call myopia puts you <laughs> at greater risk for developing glaucoma. And um, those patients usually have um, con a condition that um, can progress. So it's very important that those particularly are checked by. And I would probably recommend an ophthalmologist, so an eye doctor for, for those patients, particularly as they age. They can have cataracts that can develop sooner. They can have macular degeneration. So it's very important that if you're nearsighted, severely nearsighted, and you know that because you've been like that since childhood, that you get checked by, by an eye doctor as opposed to maybe an optometrist. I'm nearsighted, but I don't think severe, right? Okay. Um, if I didn't have my contacts and I couldn't see Becky <laughs> from here, but... Uh, likewise, I'm yeah. nearsighted. Oh, you are? Okay. Of course. <laughs> okay, good. So now tell me, um, as a medical director of the Ophthalmology Clinical Research Center, what, what does that mean? What do you do? So I, from the very beginning when I moved to UTMB, I had the desire of treating as many patients as possible with, with the current available treatment options. And I'm at pretty much the forefront as far as lasers and surgery. And I can perform uh, numerous of these newer procedures that are low risk, uh, relatively short, can be combined with cataract surgery. But I also wanted to be able to bring in the cutting edge research, the very best um, that that research can offer, particularly to those that have already lost significant vision from glaucoma. So I wanted to bring in, for example, what we call clinical trials. Anything new that comes on the horizon, I wanted to be the first one to offer it to my patients in this area. That's why I created uh, literally from scratch the Clinical Research Center about a decade ago. Wow. And I was able to host several uh, clinical research trials. Uh, and these can can go from new drugs, so newer treatments. For example, we tested new ways to deliver these medications inside the eye to lower the eye pressure. So it goes from drugs to actual surgical treatments, new surgical treatments that become available. Anything new that comes on the horizon to lower the eye pressure, well, we've been able to host those trials uh, at 
our site. I also look forward to stem cell research, um, regeneration. So not just being able to lower the eye pressure, but also, as I was saying before, um, trying to grow back that nerve, that cable, that structure that, that seems to be permanently damaged. So I'm hoping one day that I'll be able to help patients that are already blind from this disease. Wow. Um, and that, that can really benefit from, from a treatment that would be groundbreaking. So any of those trials, I know that they will come one day and I want to be ready to host them. It's so inspiring. Um, every month, a UTMB physician comes in and speaks with us. And almost every single time, it's the philosophy of we want to do more. We want to expand. We want to do things no one in the world is doing and it's happening right here in our community at UTMB. Uh, it's, so it's a thrill for us um, to, to have, have UTMB as a part of us um, because every, it doesn't matter the subject matter. That's the philosophy I think is to strive for more and strive for better. Uh, it, it's, it's really exciting um, to all of us to have that. Um, now, if, if someone has an issue they go to their eye doctor they have an issue how do they get how do they get to you so if you're told that you could possibly have glaucoma we have an access center you can call and you can make an appointment with me i also have an office with phone number so you can reach out to me if you're concerned that you could possibly have glaucoma i also work with a colleague of mine um, she is excellent. Uh, her name is Dr. Misha Sayed, and we work together. Our service is, uh, provides um, glaucoma evaluations uh, daily. We cover two locations, um, down in Galveston, obviously our main campus, but also the uh, Lake City campus, the Victory Lakes Town Center mm -hmm. is a very large practice that's actually uh, getting expanded. So we are able to uh, take care of a lot of these patients that have serious concerns about glaucoma. And as part of what you do as well, do you work with the students? Yes, we are a teaching institution. So right. I do work with students and I do work with residents and we have a system so that we can um, very much be, be productive, be efficient. And at the same time, we also teach. So it, it's hard to combine the two, but it, it works really well in my mm -hmm. practice. I'm able to uh, take care of my patients while I also teach new generations um, so that they learn about the disease and how to treat. And if in the future they're interested in becoming glaucoma specialists, well, it's already happened over the past decade. Several of our, of our students and then residents have become glaucoma specialists and serve other areas in the country. So I think that's a very important, uh, crucial part of our mission is to educate these new generations. So definitely you will see a medical student or resident in my practice helping me assisting patients. That's a lot of pride for UTMB, sending them off to other places in the country or around the world with your expertise. That, that makes a lot of pride for us too, for sure, to have you guys doing that. Is there anything else that you want to tell people about glaucoma or um, what you're doing there at UTMB? What I want to tell them is really... Uh, to get checked because you don't realize how important your vision is until you lose it. And I see this every day. So before it's too late, 
go get your eyes checked. And then if you are ever diagnosed with glaucoma, well, it's not really the end of the world. We are here to help. There is treatment available. Uh, we can catch it. If we catch it on time, we can catch it and, and, and treat it. And there may be a cure down the road. So never lose hope, even if your vision is severely down from glaucoma. Well, do not lose hope because there is constant research going on. And although it's slow down with COVID, it's, um, mm. it's picking back up. So I expect in the next, next decade that we'll have some significant new um, treatments uh, available. And again, I, I plan to be one of the first to bring it down to this area. Well, it's very inspiring. It's very comforting to know that you obviously have such a passion for it. I mean, you love what you do. That's obvious. And uh, it's remarkable that you're right here in our community. So we appreciate UTMB so much and uh, you sharing this information with us today. I appreciate it. Thank, Thank you. you very much. You're welcome. Thank you Thank for you. having me.